Democrats are coming out of the woodwork to protect women from the horrors of pregnancy resource centers. You know, those places that provide prenatal vitamins and ultrasounds, those devils. Well, we'll look at Planned Parenthood and what they actually do and compare that to pregnancy resource centers. We'll do that and more today on IndieThinker. Don't forget that today's show is sponsored by Element Home Loans and our friends over at the Kevin Blair team. If you're looking to refinance a home, purchase a new home, or just get your financial future secure, maybe by investing in some real estate. It's not a bad idea in the midst of 9% inflation and growing. So if you're looking to do that, you need to go to kevinblairteam.com today and get pre-approved for a home loan. Let them finance your financial future and you'll be putting your financial future in the hands of people who actually care about you and the things you care about. Go to kevinblairteam.com today, and when you do so, let them know that Indie Thinker sent you. By now, you know that What is a Woman has become one of the most successful documentaries in a long time, and certainly this year. It shines a spotlight on the transgender movement in America and asks the question, as the name suggests, what really is a woman? Because if we're going to go through the trouble of full body plastic surgery, chopping body parts off people to turn them into a woman, we might want to make sure we know what a woman is prior to going through that drastic step. So uh, the documentary is fantastic. You can go back to a past episode and you can uh, watch the review that I did on the documentary. Um, and of course, you can go on the Daily Wire to watch the documentary. However, um, in the process of the documentary, something really interesting happened that's kind of such a side note to the, to the full film and to the other things that the film is trying to accomplish that I felt like I wanted to circle back Jen Psaki style and take a look at one of the interviews that Matt Walsh did with uh, a, a woman from Planned Parenthood, if, that, if, if she wants to be called that, that is, woman. You know, don't want to make anybody triggered. Nonetheless, but he did a, a, an interview with this woman, and she's from Planned Parenthood, and it shines a little bit of a light on the services that Planned Parenthood has kind of evolved into in this modern era. So here's a little bit of that. My name is Michelle Forcier, um, and I have a medical degree from University of Connecticut Residency, University of Utah Pediatrics, and I've worked for a number of different Planned Parenthoods for 20 years. I do advanced contraception and abortion as well as gender hormones and sort of looking at the whole sort of schema of gender, sex and, and reproductive um, justice. So as you can see, the clip right there kind of answers the question for you. If you were wondering what Planned Parenthood is up to these days, not only are they in the business of providing abortions um, for people, but they are also in the business of what they call gender affirming care. Now, you might ask yourself, what does Planned Parenthood, right? The name suggests that they're trying to help people plan and their parenthood have to do with making you sterile through full body plastic surgery the rest of your life. Not to mention the fact that if you are a man and become a woman and are sleeping with men, you're not going to get pregnant. So hardly planning parenthood in the gender-affirming care business, right? Uh, this this reminds me of the kind of often quoted thing right now that you're hearing from people on the left, that that the overturning of Roe v. Wade was a, a uh, LGBTQ issue. So, um, I, I mean, 
I'm not the smartest guy on the planet, and no, I didn't go do any gender studies classes when I was going through school because they didn't exist by and large. Thank God for that. Uh, so no, I'm not an expert on gender studies, but um, I could be wrong here, but certainly the LG thing, you know, the LG thing and the LGBTQ don't really, they, lesbians and gay people typically don't have issues with uh, getting pregnant, as far as I can tell, unless they've just totally reinvented reproduction in this generation, um, along with recreating gender categories that don't exist. Um, so suffice to say, uh, the answer is clear. Planned Parenthood, as Christians have been saying for a long, long time, has nothing to do with planning parenthood. Actually, it has to do with something else. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, but I want to show you what the left, the most recent leftist tactic that, uh, that I guess desperate politicians have been lobbing at not only the pro-life community, but Republicans in general, to try to muster up some kind of animated base for their failed policies in America. Their latest attempt to do this has been to attack pregnancy resource centers. So here you can see the very Native American Liz Warren attacking pregnancy resource centers for the horrors of actually helping women know what they're getting into uh, when, they, when they not only get pregnant, but also when they contemplate an abortion. So here's Liz Warren's rhetoric on the subject. Massachusetts, right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to fool people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. Now, while it sounds a little radical to consider an ultrasound actually tormenting and torturing women, there are some other facts that are a little bit inconvenient for our buddy Liz Warren. The first of which would be this, that a pregnancy resource center, by the way, not a crisis pregnancy center, um, she should at least know what they're called if she's going to attack them, a pregnancy resource center actually under federal law is not allowed to tell people that they can provide abortions for them. They can tell them only the services that they provide. And if the person wants to stay and get those services, fine. This is yet another attempt to try to treat women as though they are completely incompetent and that if they do not have the right to eliminate the life inside of their womb, then they will somehow fall on the ground oddly enough, ironically enough, in the fetal position and die themselves. This, of course, is the most demeaning and horrible way that you could actually treat a human woman. Um, a person can gladly go into a pregnancy resource center where they can actually get what their namesake suggests, resources for their pregnancy. Because that is exactly what pregnancy resource centers provide. You can go back to a past guest episode on our show where we had Jenny Landreth come in from our local pregnancy resource center, and you can hear all of the services, all of the resources they provide. I'll give you a small list now. They provide prenatal vitamins. They provide ultrasounds. They provide resources for parenting. They even will help you find organizations that can help you if you want to put your child up for adoption. We, and But more importantly, they encourage you to 
parent your child and and uh, to become a future parent. And so what they will do then is they will not only help these uh, people, these clients that come to their uh, to their business, men and women, uh, the dads and the moms. Yes, those still exist. They will help those dads and moms find jobs. They will help those dads and moms uh, find financial resources that are given to them by nonprofits. They will help them find education. They will help them find car seats. They will help them find cribs. They will help them find uh, resources for childcare. They will help them find all, uh, so many resources that I cannot all name them now. They, they will help somebody if they're interested in getting married and aren't married. They will help them find marital counseling. So uh, suffice to say, hopefully you understand the dichotomy here. Pregnancy resource centers provide resources for people who are pregnant, whereas Planned Parenthood provides very little in the way of planning parenthood or I guess the only way that they do help you plan parenthood is by eliminating your need to consider yourself a parent. Now, I'm not going to suggest that simply um, Planned Parenthood only offers abortion services, but of course we know that that is the vast majority of what they do. So a couple more things to say about this. First off, I would just say this for our friend Liz Warren. Of course, the first sign of a guilty conscience is that you point your finger and accuse other people of doing the very thing you are doing, which of course is what uh, places like Planned Parenthood and the Democrats are doing by, uh, by not telling people the horrors and the reality of what an abortion truly is. So when she says um, torturing women, of course, this is what places like Planned Parenthood actually do. There's another thing that you should know is that uh, pregnancy resource centers aren't reliant upon government funding like Planned Parenthood is. Um, they're actually reliant upon private donors. And then you should know this other fact about um, the rhetoric around pregnancy resource centers. You should know that the left is really, really talented uh, at giving a category to anything they don't like. We talked about Christian nationalism in our last uh, podcast episode. You can go back and check that out with our Jordan Peterson uh, message to churches and and why it was so important that he gave that message. But uh, suffice to say, anything we don't like is evil, according to the left. They're not willing to getting to conversations with people that they disagree with. They are only willing to castigate. Um, so that's a couple of little things that you should should know is that uh, pregnancy resource centers are the, are the latest on the list because they actually stand in the way of policies that the left loves. And anybody who does that is immediately evil, even if the facts kind of don't bear witness to that. So let's get to some of those facts, shall we? Because if we want to show some differentiation for Planned Parenthood, then I think it's only fitting that we at first, you know, give a list of the services that Planned Parenthood provides. So if they truly are helping people plan their parenthood, uh, then then let's look at their services. Um, all right. So the first, of course, is abortion services abortion referrals. So if the Planned Parenthood doesn't actually provide an abortion, they'll make sure to refer you to someone who can. They provide birth control. They provide emergency contraception. That means that they will uh, give you uh, the abortion pills. So if you believe that you are pregnant, uh, you can go get an abortion pill and you can terminate that as quickly as possible. They will give you patient education, so they say. And finally, I bet you'll never guess. This goes back to our Matt Walsh uh, kind of reference at the beginning of this film. They are now, in this new era, providing transgender hormone therapy. 
Now, mind you, that this abortion giant has insisted for years that abortion is just a small portion of what they do. And so now they can they can double up on that by now providing sterilization services to uh, to people by changing their gender. So I ask you, what does an organization like Planned Parenthood uh, have? Uh, what business do they have fiddling with people's gender exactly? Why do you think they're in that business? So it clearly has nothing to do with parenthood, right? Maybe it's the opposite of parenthood? But could it be that Planned Parenthood, as Christians have been saying for a long time, is nothing more than a eugenics clinic that uh, likes to terminate life? What would what would work for you? Don't lowball it. Okay. Tell me what you really... Oh, that's way too low. Or maybe it's the fact that what Christians have been saying all along, too, is not that this is a, um, a a place to plan your parenthood, but actually it's just one big Ponzi scheme. Uh, Planned Parenthood actually is a place that gives millions upon millions, hundreds of millions of dollars each year to Democratic candidates. And this is a supposedly nonprofit. A nonprofit, again, by the way, especially uh, with my background in church, I'll tell you, a nonprofit is supposed to be apolitical. In fact, you can get your nonprofit status removed for endorsing a particular candidate. Well, geez, sure is odd that Planned Parenthood is giving away tens of millions of dollars every year to political Democratic candidates. So let me give you some of the receipts to that accusation. Are, are they really a Ponzi scheme? Well, let me give you a couple of stats. Planned Parenthood became a billion-dollar organization on the backs of taxpayers. They earned $128 million in revenue with $1.4 billion in net assets last year alone. In the same year, federal and state governments gave them over $528 million to fund their lucrative programs. With those taxpayer dollars, they fund Democrats like Joe Biden, according to Forbes, a PAC associated with Planned Parenthood, which is how they get away with giving money. They create PACs. Um, gave $45 million to Democratic candidates in uh, 2020. But don't worry. They evenly support both Republicans and Democrats because they give 99% of their money away to Democratic candidates and 0% to Republican candidates. Furthermore, Planned Parenthood is the largest abortion provider in the world and performs one in three abortions in the U.S. They reported performing 327,653 abortions last year. Former employees have even made allegations that there are mandatory abortion quotas. In other words, they must abort so many other babies so that they can keep their numbers up. All this is done against these other very sad numbers, like compared to three, over 300,000 abortions, they only gave, uh, helped 1,800 babies be adopted through adoption referrals, and just 18,684 prenatal services last year. So that, in other words, to actually help people plan their pregnancy, offer prenatal services, they only gave away 18,000 of those services. So even cancer screenings at Planned Parenthood have decreased 50% since 2004. So I'm no genius, but I think you, like me, can probably put the numbers together. Planned Parenthood is in the business of uh, exterminating pregnancies. Uh, let's go further. Planned Parenthood has been accused of financial fraud with taxpayer dollars. In 2013, an affiliate paid a settlement of over $4 million in, to Texas for Medicaid fraud. Similar investigations 
revealed over 8 million in possible fraud across different states. This is all your money, by the way. Planned Parenthood has opposed legislation that would protect infants born alive after failed abortions and tried to derail an anti-human trafficking bill because they, the legislation included a long-standing and widely supported policy against taxpayer funding of abortion. Look, all I'm trying to say at the end of the day is that Planned Parenthood and places like them, and by extension, Democrats and liberals and progressives, they exploit children in utero and ex utero. So in utero, in the womb, obviously through abortion services and ex utero through things like quote unquote gender affirming care and the transgenderism of our day. And I just think in the face of injustice, somebody needs to do something. Somebody needs to do more than just allow people to use talking points to lie to us. When in the face of such absurdities, we must stand for something. And yet in the midst of this, I keep on hearing from both sides of the aisle and specifically from people who should know better. I hear from Christians that a woman's right to choose is sacred. From the beginning, a pro-life God created humanity to be pro-choice. And the choice included the ability to choose good or bad. Almost from the get-go, humanity chose to be pro-death. So before we were even created, God came up with a pro-choice plan to be able to turn pro-death into pro-life. Now, it's one thing if you don't believe that what's inside of you is a life and you've been so ideologically possessed and lied to that you don't think that, that it's a life, but it's a cluster of cells. But I'm hearing more and more people say that even though they believe that it's a life inside of your womb, that you should still have the right to eliminate it. Um, I heard Bill Burr say this just recently in a comedy special. He said that he is pro-choice, but he believes that what's inside of a woman is truly a life. And he gave this analogy. He said, if I'm making a birthday cake, I mix it up and I throw it in the oven. While it's cooking, if you take it out of the oven and you throw it across the room on the floor, you just ruined my birthday cake. And I'm going to say, Hey, you ruined my birthday cake. And the person may respond, it wasn't a birthday cake. It was just batter inside of a pan. And then Bill Burr said, well, if you hadn't thrown it across the floor, of course, with expletives laden throughout it, it would have been. And that's the point. So if, it, if it's going to, to be a baby eventually when it comes out of the magical vaginal canal, then it's quite likely that it is a baby in, in your belly or still, and it is still a life and shouldn't be interrupted with, if you leave it alone, if it's going to be a baby, then guess what it is before you leave it alone. And the point is, if it is a life and it's in danger, somebody needs to stand up for it. And I specifically believe that there needs to be more men who are speaking out about this issue in the face of people saying my body my choice and that men shouldn't have any say so on this issue nonsense if we need heroes to defend pregnancy resource centers and heroes to defend the unborn defenseless babies who better than men to take a stand and and fight back and i don't mean that with anything other than with your volunteer hours with your money and with uh with your rhetoric uh, to actually take a stand and and be bold once again to speak on this issue. The story that comes to mind is Don Quixote. Now, I know you probably all think you know what Don Quixote is all about because you read it in high school or something like that. Uh, um, but contrary to popular belief, Don Quixote is actually not about an insane dude fighting windmills. It's, it's not about a delusional person who is uh, mentally unstable. That's not what it's about. 
what Don Quixote is actually all about is a beautiful story, by the way. It's about the last days of chivalry, the day that the day before chivalry died, I guess, as it were, uh, because he was the last chivalrous person. And it's about a person who wishes to hang on to, to what is perceived as antiquated ideas in the midst of an elitist class that looks down upon the past and, and rapes and pillages in the present. So Don Quixote is, is the laughing stock of everybody in society because he cares about virtue, heroism, bravery, while the modernists of his day all mock him for these notions, preferring rather to uphold egoism and preferring rather to uh, to look to immorality and snobbery as as virtuous positions. So they would rather sexualize and despoil Dulcinea before they would ever wish to risk their life to save her. That's the kind of people of Don Quixote's day. And so as you can see, he's a breath of fresh air. So the idea the book gives us is it's better to be mad than sane in a world where immorality has become good. And the story teaches us this. All men need something to stand up for. They need a dragon to slay. Well, I've got one for you. Christian men, godly men, men of conscience and courage, you need to boldly stand up and defend pregnancy resource centers. And you need to volunteer. And you need to contribute. And you need to speak up even when you're told to shut up. As people like Liz Warren and other Democrats attack the reputation and the role of pregnancy resource centers, I hope you'll say, not on my watch. You can be an elitist, you can do as you wish, and you can mock those with a moral sense of duty if you want to. But as for me, I'm going to be standing and fighting for what is right, and I'm going to use reason to make a difference. For the love of God, do something and quit equivocating, because when you do, you don't sound like you're compassionate. Christians, when you say, well, it's, I, I'm a man and I can't speak to this issue because I'm a man, you don't sound like a thoughtful person. You sound like what Sancho Panza was writing. <laughs> Free choice is not sacred. The right choice is sacred. That's why God gave it to you. He didn't give you free choice because he is totally indifferent to what you do with it and to the suffering and the heartache that is caused when you choose the wrong thing. So he is, his heart is towards abortive mothers and aborted babies. He does care. And he gave you a free choice so that you could do something about it. Like Christians did with slavery back in the day. We need to stand and we need to win because lives are at stake. So pray, volunteer, and defend pregnancy resource centers. Defend the unborn and defend women so that they will not be lied to about the baby that's in their belly. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. I hope that helped. If it w was helpful to you, please make sure to comment below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll catch you next time. You can catch brand new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uberman every Monday and weekly bonus episodes to keep you thinking throughout the week. But you have to subscribe and click the bell to be notified when new episodes drop. If you enjoy this content, make sure to like this video and share it with friends.